This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Back on the bad gaze. What are you going to do? Well, you know what you're going to do? You're going to listen to us because we've got a lot more to say here on our show on Joy 94.9. I am Alex and I've got my co-host with me, Matt. And Helen. It's very exciting. And we've got a brand new segment that we're premiering for you tonight. It's called It's a Bad Mad World. The world's gone mad. And I mean, it does, you know, in so many forms on a daily basis. That's no news. You know what is news, though? Uh, The climate change rallies taking over multiple cities within our nation in the last week, disrupting, causing chaos. My first question for both of my co-hosts is, did it cause you directly any chaos throughout the last week? Uh, it didn't, and it probably out of all of us, it probably would have affected me the most because I'm the one that I think drives the most um, to get mm-hmm. to and from work and all the rest of it. So I, I think the only negative impact was one day I was coming into the city for a meeting on the Monash and they'd taken up, uh, you know, shop uh, at the end of Spencer Street or something and cars, you know, getting off the Monash and into the city. It was back, back. Yeah. And I was probably in traffic for half an hour. But, you know, other than that, I, it wasn't... It didn't really affect me terribly. Sounds like a normal day in Melbourne. Precisely. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm currently Monash. not working at the moment and when I do, I work out in the suburbs anyway, so it wouldn't have affected me. But I've got to say, look, I'm the first to get grumpy about Swanson Street just never being open these days. I used to actually live on Swanson Street, which meant I had to Whoa. walk a whole 10, 15 minutes to get home. Mm. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> which is minutes? probably the whole purpose of this climate change thing. People should just walk more. But, yeah. yeah. It's the way they're just... Uh, the way they, like, organised all the events, though, to, to really specifically cause disruption and to just gridlock traffic and commuters and it, you know... I just, I, I don't, from my perspective, like, absolutely, I think that living in a, a democratic society, mm-hmm. um, civil disobedience in a, in a certain way, uh, you know, non-violent civil disobedience is a way that we've always brought attention to issues that we we want changed from a policy perspective mm. but i just my sense and and i know the media can beat this up and report it certain ways but i i got the impression that they were actually pissing off the wrong people so so the argument was that they were doing this to get their message across to government I really doubt there was one minister or one shadow minister right. who were adversely affected by these protests. Mm-hmm. Who were affected were the everyday Citizen. workers yep. uh, like you and I. It was high visibility, though. I think um, the intention was to make it random, yep. to cause maximum impact. Yeah. Yeah, so it was very sort of disorganised with regards to where it was going to be taking place, when it was going to be taking place. And I suppose what you're saying is, you know, you gave a figure of of, of how much it cost Mm. in policing these events, right? Yes, front page of a certain prominent uh, Melbourne (laughs) newspaper the other morning. You know, they claimed three million uh, within the last week. Yeah. Okay, but how often do you hear about 
how much the policing of other things costs. That's exactly so, right. Like, this seems to be a very sort of selective Project. reporting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the mm. police are there to... Protect. It's, it's part of their role. Yes. Yeah, to uh, police events or protests in a mm-hmm. democratic society. And you don't necessarily hear how much the cost of that is every time they do it. No. No. So, for example, I'll give you an example. Is mm-hmm. um, A couple of years ago, Milo Yiannopoulos, I think that's how you pronounce his name, uh, who is um, a very outspoken sort of almost right-wing conservative... He is gay, but he came over here and he was actually spreading a lot of very right-wing conservative, anti-gay as well, messages. Mm. Uh, There was a big brawl outside uh, the venue in Kensington. That would have been policed. Did you hear about how much that cost us? No. And that was way more of a waste of time and and effort and resources, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, You know, I guess uh, what's the alternative to getting people would ask you, well, you know, what's another way we can, you know, deliver the message? And I feel like, and you were agreeing with me, Matt, when we were talking about this earlier, you know, the long process would be uh, (laughs) all these very passionate people throwing themselves into the dangerous, complex world that is politics and, you know, getting themselves through that. That's definitely like a long process. Yes, no, but from a a political perspective, there Mm -hmm. are certain mechanisms at play in our... Uh, legislative system and our our parliamentary system that allows the people to have a say on certain things and things like you you know within our federal parliament if you get a certain number of signatures on a petition mm-hmm. it has to be presented in Parliament if you hit a certain figure. So things have to be raised. Um, you you go to your local member, you go to your state member and you lobby. You, right. you actively lobby for change. And at the end of the day, the ultimate gauge of this, and we're going to see this playing out in Britain, we're going to see this playing out in the US, the ultimate tool that people have available to them is their vote. Mm. So, you know, you have a lot of people who, for, you know, for whatever reason, choose to either, say, donkey vote at elections, uh, so, you know, their vote doesn't count because they draw a picture on the ballot card and those... If, If you want to actually have a say in your democratic system, then you make your vote count. Mm. And, and yes, from a political perspective, does that mean get involved in a party, get involved in a movement? Yes, absolutely. But policy is only changed at a government level. Right. So you have to figure out how you can affect that change at a government level. And yeah. I don't think holding up everyday commuters trying to get to work is, other than getting great media coverage mm. and and, you know paying off a whole hell of a lot of people, none of whom I think were decision makers, um, actually achieved all that much. Mm. Yeah, fairly said. That's a fair point. I yeah. mean, it's raising the profile of the issue, isn't it? So that at, at yeah. the next election, it has to become one of the most important yeah. election policies. It's I'm, raising the visibility of it. it. It is raising the vi- visibility of it, absolutely. But I think there are ways and means you can go about doing that that actually gets the broader public on side rather than offside. Right. And I think a lot of what has happened has just gotten people offside. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I, I think, you know, historically protests, they were not meant to be so rebellious. They're just meant to, you know, you're standing for a political reason and you're casting your, your right to speak your mind, to say what you mean. Well, I think, you know, you, you hark back to the in, incredibly well-fought, and it was a well-fought campaign for marriage equality. Mm. And, and yes, there was organised protest but it was done in such a way that raised the profile of the issue without pissing people off. The general public, well, yeah. People off the well, the no vote pissed me off. Well, and this is true. <laughs> I don't think they went about it the right way. But Well, that, yeah, we could have a very long and discussion about ha- it. You having said that, I remember a few weeks ago or even a few, in the last few months, there were massive climate change protests that were very different to this. Mm. You know, they were marching down the street, still getting a lot of media intention. I still... Well, at least the guy hanging off the bottom of the Brisbane Bridge, it's Story Bridge in Brisbane, he yeah. wasn't actually disrupting anybody. He was just mm. sort of hanging there in his, uh, in his hammock, drawing attention to himself. That's mm. the way to do it. Well, there you go. You could still cross the bridge. You could still cross the bridge, absolutely. The bad gaze approach. You know, we've got a few uh, little things you can do in the meantime whilst this issue is being sold. You can move to another country where they're very... Uh, environmentally friendly. You could move to a place like Finland where they're achieving a carbon neutral society by 2050. Oh, too cold. It's, mm, yeah. See, they could do with a bit of global warming. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fair enough. Yeah, that, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> they should be taking the opposite approach, I reckon, but there you go. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but you know, you can do a lot of things and I, I do this kind of stuff too. Like, you know, you can turn like certain things off like that you're using. You know, we all keep the lights on for like too long, like electricity and that kind of stuff. You know, like it helps bill-wise, like economically. I leave and the it, lot on for my cat when I'm out. Is that oh, bad? Mm, I don't know. As long as it's one of those... Isn't it? Yeah, you know, the, eco. The eco bowls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which is ridiculous because they can see in the dark. I like the three countries you've got here as an, as, as, a, as an idea that we could all move to. Finland, Iceland and Sweden. All of them are bloody cold. I know. Damn it. I know. Ugh. Maybe that's the solution. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's definitely one. Look, that was our, our bad, mad world segment. Uh, the world, you know, we, we've got, we're we mad, but that's no news. It's no new news. Well, the world is going mad. It's always mad. It, uh, can I just put it to the team? Milo Yiannopoulos, oh bad no. gay or just complete knob? Just a knob. Oh, as if that was a question. Please. So you're a bad gay, like it really bad gay. Just can't get enough gay, just always so puffed gay. I'm that bad gay, make your mama sad gay, make your girlfriend mad gay, might seduce your dad gay. I'm the bad gay. Duh. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.